Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy? That's me. Let's go. Oh, hello. We are back in the bunker for another episode of Feeling Good with Duddy, the show that laughs at itself and the world. You get it. I'm Jake B, a barber here in Southern California. Let me introduce you to the man of the hour, the man of the show, my brother, Guitar player for the Dirty Heads. Here he is, Duddy B. What's happening? That's right. We are back with another episode of Feeling Good with Duddy. Very excited to be here today. We've got some fun stuff. We've got some great guests. We've got uh, you know Dan Jacobs from Atreyu. We've got Mike Strickland, who oh, uh, started the company Plugins. That is now one of our new sponsors. We will get to them in a minute. But first off, Dirty little, Head news. Uh, little DH news. Today, this week is a streaming week. We are streaming album number four. Uh, that is Sound of Change. We're very excited about it. We did um, uh, Summer, uh, Phantoms of Summer last week, and it went over well. It seemed like people really enjoyed it, so we're, we're excited to get to another one this week. And yes, uh, new music is coming. I do believe we're going to be dropping a new single uh, mid-July. Okay. Is the date we're aiming for. A few um, weeks few weeks new singles gonna Holy be dropping shit. and then we do have a whole new album that is is done and ready to go out so no date set on the full album release but it is coming and we're excited i think you guys are going to enjoy it it's kind of crazy when i think about it, well, everything you're saying now because we've been in quarantine the world was changed it was a weird time but you guys managed to somehow put a concert series together online and you're dropping an album not bad you actually made pretty damn good use of this downtime well, I, I think, you know, I, me and the rest of the guys, I think I can speak, the, speak for them, is it's, it's hard for us to just do nothing for too long. Like, the first two or three weeks, you know, it was like, ooh, this is nice. This is different. Mm-hmm. You know, I get to just stay home. I don't have any shows in the near future. Kind of fun, kind of weird. And then, like, two or three weeks in, like I said, it was like, all right, what are we doing? Yep. I, I got to do something. I'm bored. Um, but, you know, we're lucky that we all live pretty close to each other. And we have, you know, we have a, a nice place that we could run the shows from. And, you know, we've been having a good time with it. So no, you guys have been killing it. So, um, yeah, so show week. So obviously Dirty Heads are busy. You guys are going to be practicing your asses off. So we're in here. We just did the Monday morning show for Patreon. And now we're here. We've got guests. And we've got a crazy story involving your cat. But before that... It's almost 4th of July, Ooh, so yes. it's almost time to raffle off the beautiful guitar, um, which is not in reach for you right now, so you don't have to grab it, but on our Patreon page, everybody knows we're raffling off a um, Ernie Ball 
cutlass model guitar. It's the same exact model that Duddy plays on stage. We have it right here with us. And so the 4th of July, you'll be picking a winner from one of our Patreon members. There's only 190. Oh, you're going to grab the guitar? Yeah. All right. Duddy's grabbing the guitar, and he's going to show it. Like, so if you want to see it, here. you can grab it. If you want to see it, if you're listening, go to. Uh, you can watch the show on YouTube, and, and you can see the guitar. But there's only 190 Patreon members right now. Whoa. So you have a 1 in 190 chance to win this guitar. Thanks. And if you want to check out the, that guitar, you can also go to the um, you know Ernie Ball whatever website and just look at the cutlass model all right so duddy they know about that let's get into the cat story and set everybody up because you've talked about this cat before on the show and this is a wild story set everyone up this is crazy and i'll try to not make this too long but it's 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 a crazy story so uh i've got this cat right and i've talked about it before that it's just a murderous beast it Every morning, most of the mornings I wake up and there's just a dead possum outside, a dead rat, a dead bird. I've, I've found, like, just a head before. Like, it just wants to kill. Well, you famous, you told a story on this show, I don't know, five, six episodes back, where a family, a, it was, a possum okay, so, husband and wife yes. duo had children. It was obvious that my cat had found <laughs> a nest of you know, freshly born possums and every night it would go back for another one. And I think it was like four out of five nights in a row. Oh my God. Or I would say mornings, four out of five mornings in a row, we woke up and there was a little tiny baby dead possum right outside our backyard. And these, and I I don't know if I know when possums get older, yeah, they're kind of gnarly looking and gross, but just do yourself a favor and look up a baby possum. Fucking adorable. Weirdly adorable. For what they end up looking like. And yeah, so my cat, you know, um, it was a murderous beast. But what I'm trying to get to is where I live is, you know, only a mile or so from the wetlands. Uh, that's just a big nature area. center. Yeah. Um, I also live like half a mile from a golf course, which mm-hmm. I've golfed at many times and seen coyotes there all over. And then my house also backs to a park. And in that park, there's just a bunch of ducks because there's a duck pond and things like that. So these coyotes from the wetlands and the golf courses and things like that, they come to this park at night to feed on these ducks. And it's a known thing in my neighborhood and surrounding neighborhoods just around there that if you have a cat... And the cat doesn't come back for a couple days. Probably got eaten by a coyote. So, I, my one of my cats is it has not come back for the three murder cat. days. The murder cat is gone. So I think wow. the circle of life has happened. Yes. I think you know he he had his time running around murdering. A good time. And then uh, there's always somebody out there bigger and stronger yeah. than you. I think this is the lesson. And I think <laughs> in, I think my my murderous cat ran into a murderous coyote. Fuck. That's a heavy thought. It's a full circle of life happening. The animal kingdom, even in the middle of a city, is still a magical place where death just lurks around the corner. It is. Death lurks around the corner for all of us, you know, even in the world. But there's some sort of rules to the society we live in. There's no rules in that animal kingdom. And it's like, I am obviously super bummed. Oh yeah. Love the cat. Um, but I get it. I see what happened and it's just one of those things. And it's not the first time it's happened to us. Yeah. This isn't the first cat that went missing uh, from Duddy's. This was the second cat we've lost to coyote. And I have, another cat i still have a cat so i didn't even want cats at first i'm a dog guy much more of a dog guy but i will say my my wife convinced me to get the cat the first one because my daughter wanted one so i got the cat ended up loving the cat um but then we got another cat moved into this new house and the cat we had first disappeared we knew 
coyote. Yep. And ever since that first cat disappeared, the cat I still have today, the one that was there, was different. So I think it saw our first cat get taken. Yes. Because it was always... Uh, it was always all over the place, like running around out front, going in the park, whatever. And then ever since that happened, won't go in the front yard, won't go in the park, and won't stay outside unless our doors are open, like in the backyard. If we close so, the backyard door, runs to the door, starts crying. So What once was a wild cat probably witnessed the other cat's murder and is now a full now safety cat. It's again, it's again going, really? Second friend I'm that it's lost. I'm still here, but you know what? The cat learned, and that cat will probably live forever because it knows don't fuck around. Are you going to get another cat? I don't That's I don't what know. everybody's. I don't wanting think. to know. Here's the deal with me. I'm pretty easy when it comes to pets and stuff. If my wife or my daughter are like, can we get a kitten? I'll be like, sure. Go ahead. Sure. I love the animals. Well, Man, two <laughs> years old. I remember seeing uh, Blue is the name of the cat. And I remember seeing Blue when, when she was just, she? He. He was just a little baby. I remember Jack holding little Blue. Yeah. Two years, dude, of murdering everything around yeah. your entire neighborhood. And now four days missing almost. So. I mean, who knows? Maybe next week we'll have some better news for you guys hey, about man. Blue, but it's, it's Maybe looking... I get home from this episode, and they're like, Blue's back. Hey. I'll update you guys next week. Stranger things <laughs> have happened. Well, we've got... Dude, we've got a conspiracy query. We've got everybody's new favorite, <laughs> This Song Sucks, coming up. But let's bring in our guests. Dude. We've got our guests sitting here, and, and we want them to be able to chime in, too. So we have Dan Jacobs, guitar player of Atreyu. We've got Mike Strickland from... Uh, Jack Racks, basically our new sponsor, dude. You guys saw it. We ran a contest for it, and there's a there's a tangent, there's a connection between everybody, Duddy and Dan and Mike, and and they're all here for a reason. So welcome to the show, boys. Hello. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. great. Yeah. All right, we're all it. in now. The whole crew's here. Sorry yeah. for my long-winded cat story. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just imagining a coyote coming to your door. Like your cat brings us a dead coyote. To the door. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I thought was going on. Oh, that is the killer cat. Crazy. Just the head of a coyote. Yeah. That would be the M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> twist where you're like, oh no, and then all of a sudden there's a dead coyote and your cat is still My alive. My cat's like, dude, it brought me to its lair. scar yep. across his eye. Brought me to yeah. damage, but <laughs> he, he left me in his lair. He thought I was dead. For the next several Waited days, he was just, sleeping. Oh my god! Clawed yeah. his eyes out. Yeah, crawl, yeah, ate my way out of its belly. Ate him from the inside. Uh, may I have wow. some fancy feast? Wow! Yeah. An eye patch on uh, a cat <laughs> somehow. I've seen some things. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Blue. Holy shit! Poor blue. So, um, so what, crazy how. I'll just give a quick little yeah, background of how it. I even um, met these guys is um, our company Cutlass. Mm -hmm. You know, we had to go through some changes as I'm sure a lot of, you know, small companies did uh, with, you know, the coronavirus and everything that happened. Yeah. Um, this is your clothing line. So we, clothing yeah, brand, we Cutlass. had to figure some things out. We got rid of our own warehouse and um, we started trying to, you know, make our overhead a little lower and we met. I didn't even actually, Dean, my partner, met Mike. Um, I don't even know exactly how you guys came into contact, but... Um, Dean knows Dean everybody me? on yeah, earth. Dean so is one yeah. of those guys yeah. that knows everyone, somebody. But yeah, so all your uh, tour merch came back to our warehouse. That's your, right. Um, Roman Duddy stuff, and I guess Cutley, you had Cutlass on tour with you. Yes, selling merch. So um, that's right. One of our clients, uh, the Merch Collective, they had had it all sent over to us because we do fulfillment for them, and uh, Cutlass came along with it. So they they sent Dean over to come pick it up, and Dean was like looking around. He's like, "What do you guys do here?" And uh, he saw like we were a full print shop and everything, so he's like, maybe I should just leave it here. Well, I mean, he ended up taking it that day, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I guess he wanted to talk to you and figure out the game plan. And yeah. it ended up working out that you guys just brought everything back, and we ran your store and did all your shipping. 
Yeah. So. So yeah, yeah. So Mike and and Rock Merch. Um. And what what what's the f- Rock Rock World Merch? Rock World Merch. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So now Cutlass lives over there with them. They do all the fulfillment and shipping for us, and it's been working out amazing. Um. And Dan also works with him there, and Dan also works with him on the plugins, uh, keychains, the Jack Rack company that sponsors. So it all just kind of you know formed organically yeah and uh, and when things work out like that it usually works out well so i'm stoked thank you guys yeah Yeah, no worries thank you be part of uh what you're doing and helping you out oh yeah man it's great um and now you guys are on the show and now you're on the show yeah Um, (laughs) full deal so what's up with you right now dan i know things are weird for most bands like what are you guys doing during these times to try and stay like relevant with your fans or just keep busy or what are you guys doing uh, a little bit of a combination of things. We actually have a new record that we just finished recording, but it had to be done. And we, we as of our last record, started doing it like this anyway, so it worked out okay, I guess. But uh, we kind of record our record in two parts. So we'll come in, we'll write, record a bunch of songs, and then go away for a couple months and just sit on them, listen to them, kind of really digest them. And That's smart. Get all the stuff where, like, man, like I really want to change that part and not be like, oh, the record's done, I can't now. You know, just get to it so we can come back and, and you know, to those songs later and have fully digested them and change them if we need to or whatever. Uh, and then go in with a fresh mindset on the next batch of songs so that they ideally don't sound like the first batch of songs. So it is a little bit refreshing when you mix all the songs together. The collective album is more interesting. It doesn't just sound, I don't know, too much like all the songs sound the same or whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've been working on that, um, which, we, like I said, we just finished. Uh, we started it last year, at the end of last year, finished it uh, about two weeks ago. Uh, we went back in finally where it was kind of starting to slow down. We can go in with masks on and stuff because and, we don't want to be around too many people at the time. Um, aside from that, a lot of it's been just doing like you know merchandise sales online. Uh, conveniently, we run our own merchandise company as well as our own fulfillment company. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have a lot more control as far as being able to just talk directly with Atreyu, our, our band and stuff, and mm-hmm. just push sales and like come up with all these cool ideas and cool concepts so that every week or two we're always putting out a fresh new batch of something um it stimulates merch sales which keeps you know income coming in for the band which is obviously huge when you're not playing any shows and mm-hmm. shows merchandise sales are the majority of your income you know totally. so um that's kind of how we've kind of tried to balance things out um and well, yeah and what a lot of people don't understand too is sorry to cut you off but it's, a band is a business yeah just like any other business it has it has to have some sort of income to keep running it's yeah. not just the members of the band there's there's employees it's it's a company so it's like you've got to figure out ways you know so yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. yeah exactly so we've yeah. just been um also learning more about you know how to push ourselves more online uh, to get more out of the sales and, and get more merchandise that the fans do want and are stoked on and stuff. And um, before, you know, when we're touring a lot, you know, you get so caught up in that and just wanting your show to be the best and everything's just about the touring. You know, we got to get the shows and sell merch there. And our online side of things kind of lacked a little bit because we weren't giving it the love and attention that it needed. And this is kind of giving us that opportunity to do that and uh, teaming up with Mike, who's been originally helping us out, you know, um, and us helping him out together with the plug-in stuff uh, we teamed up because of the success of that and started rock world fulfillment which is able to uh you know help the fulfillment all that stuff and um he's able to help you know with like the online stores as well as coming up with ideas and whatnot to help push the merchandise which is mm-hmm. awesome you know it's helped grow it a lot that's awesome been like a record year for online yeah sales it's been our best guys, right? year ever of online sales um because we had to kind of like 
drop everything we were doing and be like, all right, we need to focus on this this new way of doing things. Yeah. And it's somewhere we were a week before, and it gave us a chance to make it stronger. So then when everything does go back to normal, both our entities are the strongest that they yeah. can be. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I've seen a lot of uh, different. I've seen two different things. I guess I've seen the people who have taken like this time to like learn something new, grow at something that you said you needed to work on. And, um, and actually like, and even us, I mean, we, mm -hmm. we've learned so much during this time cause we kind of had to, you know, yeah. like we got to figure out new ways to do this podcast. We had to new, figure we out used new to do this in a studio. Oh, yeah. We didn't touch anything. We just walked in, said our words and left. And so Duddy and I took this whole show over because of this coronavirus yeah. and he started editing everything. I mean, even the dirty ads, you know, now we're rehearsing every week for acoustic, you know, live stream sets. It's like, uh, and so I like, uh, I've seen the people who've taken this as a good to learn something new mm -hmm. and be inspired. And I've seen the other half of people who's like, <laughs> all I've done is drink and eat all day <laughs> yep. long. And you know what? So we do both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 you can do both. That's the fucking point. But one thing I've noticed too, with I guess I've noticed it with the music fans and even I guess podcast fans is our listeners is everyone kind of stepped up and supported the bands that they like or the podcasts that they're into. I've noticed that. So I'm sure Atreyu fans are, they're diehard fans. They're kind of like dirty head fans. They really love the dirty heads. And so I've noticed that people did step up and buy a lot of merch from bands and podcasts. Be, I think, to help them out, it seemed like yeah. your guys' fans are generous as shit. Like the Dirty Head fans are some of the most like diehard, loyal, helpful, generous fans. And it seems like if they're like, hey, the band isn't able to tour, they're not yeah. able to make money, like we're going to buy some merch from them or watch their live stream. Totally. So it was kind of cool to watch everybody really just support whatever they were into, even when it was a down time. Nope, definitely. We got really creative too with um, the merch stuff. We were doing the quarantine bundles. Yeah. It was called the Corn Tour for a tray. <laughs> VIP laminate and a cinch bag and coffee mug and sweats and all Socks that stuff. And to, stuff like to that. get you through quarantine. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's cool. And then cool. we did a, an Atrey crew shirt that uh, all the money supported the. The Treyu crew. The crew, yeah. yeah. Oh, perfect. that's another it's, one, man. That, you we talk about crew. that, crew yeah. members, yeah. 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 We actually, uh, you and I share a common member at times, uh, Mr. Dakota. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That is yeah. right. Dakota I, usually texts for me at this point. Yeah. Most, most, most stuff. Dakota knows more about guitars than most people I've met in my entire life, yeah. if not all people I've met. The, we call him the guru. Yeah, he just funny. He just knows everything about every guitar ever not only does he know everything about every guitar he knows every band name and every <laughs> guy in the band or girl and he and he's always like i got this new guitar from uh you know bert sangre he plays for that band caribbean cow fart you're just like, like what, what, the you, what like, are you and then, he'll, and then he'll tell you a 37 minute story about it yeah and you're just like, i am so fucking everybody mad. had that friend yeah. <laughs> remember friends yeah. that could name everyone on tv shows from the yeah. 80s they yeah. would name like the dad on some like yeah. a third fourth character yeah. on some random show my buddy mac you knew mac yeah. daddy everyone's got that friend that knows like background characters names from three's company yeah. like their actual human <laughs> fucking government name and I'm like, boom mic operator uh, yeah yeah two yeah. Was. <laughs> yeah exactly dude larry hank the one of the best boom operators <laughs> what did you know he went to usc yeah <laughs> absolute film grad right yeah our other <laughs> guitar player travis is like that with like oh like you know who produced this movie in 1987 he's like oh it's this person blah blah blah, blah. Yep. Like, how do you know that why do you know that yeah why do you even care about that information that's a crazy that, like but, uh I guess it's a skill because <laughs> I, I mean, it Matt, is. Matt's like yeah. that. Our drummer, Matt, we found out he's like that with nineties, any music that came out in the nineties. Oh yeah. He's big in the nineties. He 90s knows every band 
every band member's name, every lyric, and probably how to play it on guitar. That was his zone when he was just digesting oh, yeah. music at full steam and well, I think too, he obsessing played like over some, bands. I think he played in some cover bands during that uh -huh. time, too, so you're just learning every song, and hey. yeah, it's pretty funny. When hmm. trivia games come out, dude, that, those are fucking oh, fun yeah. things to have. But um, shit, Duddy, I think you have one, right? Oh, I do. Do I even need to say what it is? When people hear me say, I think you have one, they know what's coming. I have coming. a pretty good one right here. The world Jacob. is weird, and it's filled with weird things. Okay, so I'm not saying that I came up with this. What are you even talking I'm about? I'm not saying that I do or do not believe this. So this is something you believe in no, wholeheartedly. I'm just saying I read this. What'd you read? I got this information online. You said it and wrote it online and read your Vulture. own writing. From Vulture.com. <laughs> okay. Everyone knows. Only speaks the truth. Vulture.com. Accredited. Trusted. Got it off of Google. What are we even talking about, though? Nobody so, knows. So, uh, all I want to know is, do you believe in conspiracy queries? Okay, <laughs> this one says that Katy Perry is actually a grown-up Jean Benet Ramsey. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> of course she is. Hear me out. <laughs> the bizarre idea was birthed in a YouTube video from a guy named Dave Johnson. Everyone knows like Dave Johnson's Dave credible. Jo Hi, how are that. you? Dave um, Johnson, good uh, to meet you. Johnson, saying, Dave, how are you? He says, Ramsey's parents sacrificed the young beauty queen so that she could be famous later in life. Then he proves his point with photos, purportedly showing that Ramsey's parents are the same people pretending to be the parents of Katy Perry character. He also blends pictures of the young Ramsey into pictures of grown-up Perry, arguing that their features line up perfectly. I love everything about this. I believe it. I'm sure it's true. I have one little snag. Wait, so her parents sacrificed her? I, I don't know. So that she could be I don't famous think later like, on in uh, life? I don't think they mean sacrifice as in kill. I mean, like, kind of like gave her to some to, hooded uh, devil like devil, character, obviously, at the, the end of a dark believable. highway in the mid yeah. of Yeah. <laughs> no, it all makes perfect sense, and I love it, and it's true. Yeah. I'm sure. So, well. So what do you think? I mean, it makes sense because why else would Katy Perry be famous at all? Well, there's two. <laughs> think about it. There, I guess there's two big reasons. That's the bigger reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did she get so Yeah. Because she just looks confused at all yeah. times. And I don't think she's ugly. And I love her boobs. She's great with all of that. I, I like her face, but she definitely looks like... A raccoon, if you like open the trash can real fast and the raccoon's like, looks at you like, oh shit, a human. That's her face always. And I like her face. Scary Perry. Sh scary scary Perry. Perry. Is that yeah. a thing? It is now. Oh it my God. Now. That's scary perfect. Perry. Scary Perry. Because she always just looks surprised as fuck at all times. All right. Yeah, so that makes sense. She saw the devil at a young age. That's Do why you have any songs of hers you'd like to break down? No. Because okay. nothing, nothing she's written has like devastated me to the point where it needs to be a this song sucks entry yet. <laughs> so, no. I still just What do think, you guys think? Yeah, what do you guys think about this? I said we got to check the Adam's apple. You know, you gotta, <laughs> oh. Let's go straight to the source. You know, like how, uh, how oh. bubbly of, of an Adam's apple does she... Are we saying she's she, a dude now? Oh, you, oh, is that what we're going with? Oh, Ramsey's oh, no. a female? Because yeah. <laughs> oh, it's John Benet, right? I told, Benet. Yeah, I told so, Duddy, I go, John? But it's a little Jean girl. Benet. It's spelled J-O-N. It's oh, a little... It's girl. Okay, Are you familiar with the John Benet Ramsey case? Yeah, because she got murdered. Yeah. Well, it's like a never really found her 
the case. Yeah. I could be wrong, and just like most things I do on the show, zero uh, research has been done. Oh, we done. do zero, no research. I don't know research. any facts. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a lot of work. But I believe that she, they never really found her body. Yeah, if I'm so it's Katy Perry. Correct. Uh, yeah, I mean... It, Who got a sex change. Uh, Adam's Apple now. Nice. Or yeah. they did find it. <laughs> yeah, a, maybe they did find it. <laughs> I think they did find the body. Like, I don't know. The, I don't we know. should Whatever. have definitely looked into body, it, and though. we didn't. Yeah. Let's say that they didn't find they the didn't. body, and we'll just say that that's the facts, and Perry. then we're going to go with that, and we're going to move Well, you know forward. what? I hope it mm-hmm. is true, because then that mm-hmm. means that she didn't die. It and did. that would be sad, because, you know... It's not fun when little girls die. No, that's a terrible thing when little girls die. Come on now. That's horrifying. So I'd, re- yeah, but is it, is it also as horrifying to grow up and be Katy Perry? I'm just kidding, Katy. You seem lovely. She played at the Super Bowl. I actually have no issue with Katy Perry. She seems lovely to me. I mean, her and Russell Brandon work out, but I, every, I'm sure she's a, just a joy to be around. She was great on the Super Bowl on top of that big mechanical. What was it, Gentle Giant? She rode on a big mechanical something at the Super Bowl. Was it a tiger? Lion, maybe? I'm a lion, a fucking tiger. Is that her song? You're gonna <laughs> hear me roar. I like oh, that yeah. song. It's gotta be yeah. that. Yeah. So there we go, Katy Paris. The good thing about you. A liger. I have not a liger. Yeah. Yeah. A wild video. She's a liger. Speaking of liger, Duddy came up with last week on the show, we were saying... Um, we did a human Z was our conspiracy okay. theory, a human and a chimpanzee. And he <laughs> came up with a pretty funny, it was the boidle neck dolphin, boidle neck dolphin, boy and uh, a dolphin, bottle, bottle nose dolphin. I know, but I realized yeah. later that I got it wrong. What I was mean? saying boidle neck dolphin, but it's the boidle nose. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> boidle nose dolphin. Boidle I did realize I got, that later. I, I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad we brought it back up. Then anyway, Katy Perry got a little bit slammed there, but then we told her about her great song, Tiger Lion. Well, that's all right. So, you yeah. know, I just want to, you know, so I'm just asking you guys, do you believe that Katy Perry is jumping there, Ramsey? Yep. I think there's a strong possibility. Yeah. She, she did all of a sudden just like pop up. Like mm-hmm. no one had ever heard of her. All of a sudden she was on Warp Tour in like 2005 or yeah. six. She was just there all of a sudden. She's nobody. And then and she like, kisses a girl. A tour? And we you all know. That doesn't seem like a tour for you, Katy Perry Ramsey or wherever you are. I didn't know. Katie... Tour. Yeah. Was she doing a Warp Tour? She was well. That I, I kissed the girl was, song. Like, yeah, got her on there. She was doing more that. punky. She was used to be dating. Like she uh, was dating too. the uh, gym G-class. class hero yeah. uh, Travi McCoy. She was in their first video, whatever their first major uh, video, the one yeah. that they did with Fall Out Boy, Patrick. So I'm mm. guessing that what gym class was probably on the tour. So he was like, "Yo, bring my girl Katie." Something yeah. like that. Yeah, she and was he was doing right. She's doing the uh, Shira Girl stage or whatever it's called. One of those things. Mm. Oh, okay, hmm. something like that. Ah, yeah, and I didn't Damn. mind that song either when I first heard it. So, Katie's cool in my book. You've escaped uh, the rattle of the snake as of yet. But maybe, I don't know. I don't know a lot of her catalog. I just remember, Duddy, your daughter was a big Katy Perry fan, remember? The, uh, what was it? Fire Fireworks. Song. She loved that song. Oh, yeah. So, I can't hate on Katie. Nah. She's got some epic jams. She's, she's got, got some, some big time jams. She's, she's got some volks. Yeah. She's Is that what you call them? Volks. She's got some volks. She's yeah. got some volks. She's got some volks on her, dude. We say in the industry. All right. So, what about people who don't necessarily have your favorite Volks? All right. Here we go, dude. This leads us perfectly into everybody's new favorite segment. Oh, the masses are just just adoring it. We had a couple people that weren't fans of it. They said that I went a little dark last week when I beat up old Bruno Mars, but he's (laughs) fine, dude. He's swimming in Scrooge McDuck-like pools of money, spitting out (laughs) coins. He's never gonna hear what I said. And his songs suck. But that brings us to our new favorite segment. This song sucks. Duddy, new drop. This 
Ah, I hope you guys like that new drop. Now, let me set it up, you guys. I used to be in a band. I used to write songs. I've written a lot of songs that suck really bad. So I think I'm very qualified to call out a shitty song when I see it. This next song comes from a gentleman that I had to look his name up. I didn't even know who this ass hat was. But once again, <laughs> I'll set the scene. This was a little over a year ago. My wife's pregnant. I'm spending a lot of time in the doctor's room in the doctor's waiting room area and I'm being forced to listen to these just ballless jams at nauseum 10 songs playing on a loop the Bruno Mars songs came from that time in my life and this next song really really pissed me off this is from a guy named Charlie Puth Puth P-U-T-H that, his last name sucks okay <laughs> The song is One Call Away. You guys know the song? If you don't, let me sing it to you. And this is, is going to... Voice of an angel. Get ready, everyone. I'm only one call away. I'll be there to save your day. He's going to save your day. Here's where he pisses me right off. Superman ain't got nothing. Thin on me. Excuse, <laughs> Whoa. Excuse Whoa. me? And then he wraps it up with I'm only one call away. Let's go over this. Charlie Puth has just announced to the world that <laughs> Superman has nothing on him in the same sentence as he asks you to make a cell phone call for him to come save your day. Guess what Superman doesn't need, guys? <laughs> a fucking cell plan. He's just, he, he thinks Lois is in trouble. Flam! He's there. He flies at a million miles an hour. What if you don't have cell service, Charlie? What is her call going to do? What if you're on the other line? You have it on vibrate. Your phone ran out of batteries. I've just poked a thousand holes in your song. Superman has nothing on you, you arrogant fuck he's a god he's an alien from another planet he flies laser beams from his eyes strength of a thousand men save the earth numerous times and i haven't even got to the best part have you seen him with lois guys is there anyone sweeter more romantic if i had a daughter i would pray to god that she dated superman probably the nicest guy i've ever seen Charlie no, no, no. I think Puth. he's the second nicest guy. Who's nicer? Well, apparently, Charlie Puth. Oh, so you're taking his side. You think I, Superman doesn't have anything on him. He's I, one call away, Duddy. He's got a fucking Motorola flip phone. He's in the forest. He's got one bar. You're telling me that you'd rather have your daughter's life is on the... I mean, he's singing it. He, it must be true, right? What if he means Superman has nothing on me as far as vocals? Maybe, other than kryptonite, Superman's other weakness is he cannot sing for the life of him. Oh he can't God. hold a note. I fucking love that. Can't hold a note, but Charlie Puth is like, think about Superman ain't got nothing on me, man. I, can, yeah. I can't fly, but I can sing like a motherfucker. God damn it. You make a really great super... You, you make know? a super point. What if and Superman just has zero rhythm? Yeah fine i'd still here's the thing <laughs> that's... But he'll be there to save your day with what 
an acoustic guitar and a melody? What if there's real danger that she's in Charlie? I'll sing What are you going to do? If he, hey, if he shows up and sings this song, I'm going to leave the fucking scene yeah. immediately. So maybe that will put, so maybe she will be better off. I just thought the audacity of this prick, Superman ain't got nothing. I think he's got a few things <laughs> on you, Charlie. Nothing? Ting or two. Nothing. Uh, I think the Nothing. second that he can be like, yo, you want to go for a little stroll in the clouds real quick? Yeah, well, anything. You're like, any girl would be like, oh, my God. Have you ever been to Morocco? I've never possibly... Flam! We're in Morocco! <laughs> you know, like, above Morocco. Just see, oh. I mean... Oh, that soup's a little cold? Yeah, no, thank you. Anymore. Exactly. You know, come on. Fucking hell. Now you're starting to understand my fury now. and my rage. And look, you hear the song once or twice, you're in the fucking... And then, once you hear it 57 times, I'm forced to deal with the lyrics. And I can't. And I shan't. And I won't. This song sucks. This song suckity doo. <laughs> okay. Any final words, guys? I mean, I've, if you want to stand up for Charlie, you've never heard that I don't song. Think I've never heard song. Oh, you're a you, lucky it's a man. New, it's a new song, or is it? It's been it's, around. I, I've heard Dan, it before. You it's have. Pretty, okay. I thought it was Ed Sheeran. I always thought it was him. Dude, so heard. did I. It seems like it would be the Ed Sheeran guy. Yeah who tried to come on to my Game of Thrones show and take a dump on that like he does on the airwaves every time I hear him. Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I, I really have it out for all the top people. And it's just jealousy. I wish I was there. But uh, I'm glad to be able to bring it to the airwaves with you guys. So I thought it was wow. Ed Sheeran too. It's not. It's Charlie Puth. That's, Jing, a, that's Jing, a horrifying. I want you to do of course. me just a quick little favor, okay? Yeah. I want you to stick your tongue out. I want you to hold your tongue. Hold, stick your tongue out, hold your tongue. I don't even want to do that. Why? Stick your tongue out, hold your tongue. You don't remember this game? Wait, no, I don't. Just do it. Just play this game with me. I feel like I'm going to do this and you're, you're going to slap gonna me in the dick. It's going to, I'm not going to touch your, and I won't even touch you. Okay. I promise. Say puss. Puss. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> I'm so glad you did that. Okay. Yeah, dude. I think his name is actually P-U-S-S, oh, no. but, that, but <laughs> when he lift. said he, but he has a, he's all, I'm puss. And they're like, all right, P-U-T-S. <laughs> Maybe he's got a lisp, and that's kind of his like. Dude, oh, it is. You know? <laughs> right. I'm only one cough away. Well, you know what I have to say. Oh boy, Sorry, oh boy. Charlie. Oh wow, Daddy. Good one, Daddy. <laughs> Where are we we're at here? Well, we're since we're making everyone feel good, and it's a positive show, and it's a beautiful thing, we're going to ride on up to the tip of the day. This is where we bring this show into a much happier zone. Um, we stop talking about songs that are horrifying and suck, and we start talking about beautiful things that you can plug into your life today to feel better. And Dan... You have a little tip of the day, something that you do that you can share with our listeners to make them smile. Yeah. It's a, a little quote I came up with uh, a while ago, actually, for this cannabis company that was looking for a positive quote to put on their stuff. And I came up with, life is only as good as you feel. And it's, it's a, a pretty black and white statement, but mm -hmm. uh, it's one of those things where you realize if you're... You know, like if you don't feel good, whether it be you're sick or you're just, you know, you're not having a good time, whatever it is, then life sucks, you know, no matter what the situation is, you know, and if you're feeling good, no matter what scenario in, then life's good, you know, so it's, it's, uh, like I said, it's pretty black and white, you know, but life is only 
as good as you feel, you know. Dude. So and you're all feel feeling good with Duddy. Yeah. So just try to, to make feel good. Sense all the time. I love that. And it is a perfect quote yep. for a cannabis company because yeah. you smoke pot, yep. you feel good. Life's only it's as great. good as you feel. I love so, it. You know I mean, you smoke that good cannabis, yeah. you know, you feel yeah. good. Life's good. And everyone knows there's things out there you do, and you always regret doing it afterwards, and it makes you feel bad. But then there's always things that you can do. Say so you go, you you work out. You didn't really want to, but you went and did that workout, and you're gonna feel better, right? Yeah. So. I love that quote. Jake, you thought I was going I for thought it. you were doing that. You were already you weren't? I was getting antsy. What? Oh. You tricked me. No, but I do. I, I love that because, um, yeah, and everyone who's listening right now, I say this is what you do. If you smoke, take a rip right now, and then you will instantly feel better. Yeah. That's what the tip of the day is for, right, Duddy? Yeah. I love it. Now I'm all thrown off. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't segue where I should have segued. Doug, Duddy is a long-winded segwayer, and he was definitely setting up a fucking segue. Now you have to set it all the way up again, dude. Well, I was mid-setting up my segue, and I looked over, yeah. and Jake's over here chuckling like a little third grader when he knows his friend's about to, like, you know, bust a prank out or something, and it got me thinking, and I was like, ooh, I'm not going to segue oh, now because I'm going to trick M-Night. him. M. Night. And then, you know, when you, yeah, it didn't work out. But it doesn't matter because I still feel good, Jake. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And on this podcast, we have a couple sponsors that make us feel good. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Koi CBD. They've been with us since day one. We love this company. We love this product. I take it every single day. You know my routine. I grab my bottle, 1,500 milligram. It's a big mm-hmm. bottle. I put a spray topper on it. And I just... <laughs> until my finger cramps i hit it so many times and i just and then right when I, I let that sit for 20 seconds i've seen him switch fingers yeah and then i i swallow it down and before it even gets down my throat i grab the inhaler and just <laughs> <laughs> empty the entire thousand milligram chamber <laughs> but no but really i don't i don't, I don't recommend that that's an that's an that's an just, that's a, i don't recommend doing that you might get a tum tum ache but uh but really i love this product if you are someone out there who uses over-the-counter um you know pain meds all the time if you got achy joints and bones and whatnot give cbd a try i think you're going to really enjoy uh you know how it works how it makes you feel it's much healthier for you so go to koicbd.com put in code duddyb at checkout and you get 20 percent off your order off your first order. Off your first order. That is We've right. been doing a lot of just 20% off everything. And then we realize, oh, shit. That word first kind of means a lot in this one. Yeah. <laughs> you get 20% off your first order. You get 20% off your first order with them. But you're going to enjoy it so much that you're going to order it more and more. Yeah, it don't matter. Please. You get We're it. You love it. You continue it. You feel great. And then also, plugins, keychains, the jack rack. You guys, we talked about this uh, on the last episode. was our first time. Uh, and we actually have Mike and Dan here today. Uh, w- anything you guys want to talk about this? Or you want me to just plug it out? Wait, Do Mike. your thing, Duddy. Okay. Do you have that prototype, too? Oh, this okay, is cool, so Because cool, I kind of want him to show this. Yeah, yeah. but honestly, I, the funny thing about this is before I met Mike or before any of they were a sponsor or whatnot, my wife actually got me one of these like two years yeah, ago. Yeah, I for, your wall I believe forever. it was like Father's Day or whatever it was. Oh, and uh, I've been using this for two years. We love it. And I've had so many people that have come over to my house. They, they were like, oh, my God, that's so rad. I get so many compliments. So this thing is so rad. I mean, you... It's, you know, like a guitar cable. It's a quarter-inch guitar tape cable, the end of it. It's on a keychain. You hook your keys to it, and then it's a little head of an amp. You know, you can put, put it anywhere you want in your house. Your door. And uh, you just plug your keys in when you get home, and you unplug them when you're on your way out. You never misplace them. It's great. 
It's great. And it's just, it's funny that you've had that for a couple of years at your house. We've yeah. talked about it before because it is a cool, interesting thing. And then you just happen to meet the creators and now you're working with them and yeah. and everything. Well, and Dean, Dean's when he called me, he's like, yeah, actually, you know, the guy Mike I met too, he started this company and he started explaining it to me. I was like, dude, I have one of those. <laughs> I have one. It's awesome. He kept it's explaining it anyway. Yeah, yeah, you just it's plug it in. Daddy's like, world. no, I have one. He's like, yeah, it looks exactly like an app. And I have the exact have on it. my... Dude, no, you but you should check your... it out. Dude, I have one. <laughs> um, You're texting him pictures of one. He's still, yeah, that's just like that, but different. No, that's... Uh, all right, anyway, I don't know why we roasted Dean for no reason. Did you have the older version like that wasn't like uh, real ant materials and it was just a sticker? Or did you get this No, guy? I believe I... Yeah, this is... Probably two years old now. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure that's oh, the one Mike, I have yeah. right there. Get up to the mic. Um, <laughs> but it's cool. Mike actually has here. He brought with him the prototype, the first one he made. And uh, actually, I'm going to do a little zoom. Yeah, in do a that. little zoom in. So if you guys are just listening, if you want to see this prototype, um, you know, go to the YouTube page. It's, you can watch the video on there. Duddy's zooming in on it. But it's such a cool product. And, you know, um, we've posted it on our Instagram, too. You can see it there. But the prototype is funny because it's just a sticker. Like, it looks like an amp. You can see where it started to where it is. So, Mike, maybe just tell us, like, yeah, yeah kind of how you I'll- thought of it or how it all kind of happened yeah i'll tell you the short version yeah, um, cool. so i started off making these keychains just individually mm-hmm. uh and like branding it with different band logos and letting them sell them and the keychain but then, uh, but like then my ocd came to quarter inch cable yeah, my, plug. my ocd came into play mm-hmm. to uh as a way to hang this so i got a piece of metal and uh went to a machine shop and just had them carve out this design like uh we did like a, a drawing of this design here and then i uh, ended up putting it on, on reddit um, just to show off like my idea and it ended up going super viral and everybody's like, where can I buy this? So I did a Kickstarter campaign and in 30 days I raised 10,000 bucks. So that funded doing it out of plastic cause metal would be like 80 bucks a unit or something. You know? oh, so we did wow. it out of plastic yeah. and, um, that went crazy we put it online and it went on Reddit again. And then it was just selling like hundreds and hundreds a day. And I was just doing this out of my house. So that's when I hit up Dan and Joe, who uh, owned a merch company. And I ended up moving everything over there. And we brought in, like, a production team. Just We're, we're hand-making these things, like putting them all together ourselves and slapping stickers on. And uh, Is this is, what the first batch looked like then, kind of? Yeah, what just a plastic version, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just stickers. And we're, like, hand-cutting stickers out, just mm-hmm. trying to keep up with orders. <laughs> that's awesome. Like and a band it, with their first demos yeah. just on the floor, yeah, putting yeah. them together. And that's that's awesome. Just kept going and going and going. So then we... That's when we outsourced and found a factory in China and redid, redid it to be more like this, this version here without the ears on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, it was still a sticker. And then we just kept honing in and updating and updating. This is our current version now where we're using <laughs> real, <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> using real materials. And uh, yeah, we teamed up with Marshall and Fender and we've done some, some for bands and yeah, it's just been going so that's super the cool hard part ever since. When you you finally like team up with Marshall and Fender, and then you can do exact like replicas yeah. of yeah. their amps. So these are the amps that everyone's got. Everyone's playing on these yeah, amps, yeah. Uh, you know. And it's just perfect if you're playing on a Marshall or a Fender anyway. How cool is that? Put yeah. one at your door. I don't know. It, it's one of those simple genius things where you see it and you go, oh, of course. Why the <laughs> fuck didn't I think of it? It's, it's so perfect. It's the perfect you know? gift for anybody who plays guitar yeah. or who's just a music fan, period. It really yep. is. Yeah. Like, 
no one's going to be bummed when they get it. It's perfect. No. And you get like four keychains with it, mm -hmm. right? So it's like if you have a family, bam, yeah. there you go. Like Everyone's I said, got their man, key I have in. one at my house. I get compliments on it all the time from people that come over. And we did, I believe, one post last week, our first one from them being our new sponsor. And it, the whole comment thing was just people going, oh, my God, this thing is so amazing. I need one. So yeah. it's a fucking great idea. And yeah. Duddy and I had figured too because there's a little quarter inch cable that's what the keychain is so anyone who sees that that plays music is going to know that's a guitar cable plug-in and so you're at the bar someone throws down their keys on the bar because everyone does that right takes their keys out of their pocket throws them on the bar of course everyone yeah. does and then you see their keys and you and you get to look at them and you go uh do you play and then they get to say because they have this keychain they get to say back to you i dabble <laughs> and that's there's not much cooler than that. No, no. Yeah. and then they buy your drinks. And, uh huh. And then they're buying your drinks. You, and you guys are best friends. You yeah. start a band, and, and that go becomes Van Halen. <laughs> yeah. Make sweet home. love. To yeah. Yes, you go home. You, you make sweet love to him yeah. or John <laughs> Benet Ramsey. Not even yeah. gay. We're not sure. <laughs> yeah. you know, we both play. Yeah. We dabble. You want to play with each other? And then you're in the Smiths. It's like that's the next logical step. You want to be my boyfriend? What'd you say? Oh, you want to start a band? I said you want to start a band. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Same thing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, but you See? go to uh, so plugins, keychain. Okay. Plural. Yeah, Plural. we fucked this up. Let the pro do it. No, I got this. You got this, Daddy? Plugins, keychains, plural, but that plugins is with a Z, dot com, and you put in. Uh, no, no, you're good. You're good. Okay. And, yeah, <laughs> if you put in code Daddy B at checkout, you're going to get 20% off your order. And uh, every you can time, also, yeah, every, every time. time. Look at that. Ooh, I looked at you not first. Not even the first time, every time. So that's plugins, keychains, plugins is with a Z, uh, dot com. Put in code Duddy B at checkout, 20% off your order every time. Every time, you heard it here. The people. link will be below as well. We'll have the link in the but yeah, in case it's not. Duddy really did a great job there. Let's say it again. No, I think we got yeah, it. Yeah, you man. nailed it. <laughs> All right, mean? cool. So, fuck, that's sorry, perfect. you want to say something? Oh, when he was pointing, for a second there, I thought it was like almost like the bouncing ball is going to be going. Like he was oh, doing yeah. like the bouncing ball on the words. Oh, he's <laughs> like, and plugins, the jack rack. <laughs> I fuck, why? Well, when is that going to come back? The bouncing Remember that when we were kids? Like, I'm 40. That Duddy and thing. I are, I don't know how old you guys 30, are. I'll be 38 in the uh, So next you're week. in our zone. You and Duddy are the same I'm age. I'm 38 as well, yeah. So you, were, you guys remember like the commercials of the 80s and 90s? There was a lot of that bouncing ball on the words at the yeah. bottom. Like, they yeah. didn't want you to miss a thing. Do you think maybe just because that was like the new cool thing then? Like, they just that got was the that only technology. Yeah. Yo, yeah. I can bounce this ball on these yeah. words. When you sing yeah. along and it bounces yeah. along with it or whatever. Some of the kids today that are listening to us that are younger you might not know yeah there used to be a time when the commercial would just any dumb commercial 1-800 fucking have a couch you know something. <laughs> <laughs> and it would just be a little bouncing ball on the 1-800 fucking have you know and you're just like yeah I want to have a couch you know yeah. I, had this, I had this weird well not conspiracy but it's this idea to like uh, to do like a short skit or something like that where it's about the life of the bouncing ball and it's like the bouncing ball is doing this thing and it's like cut and the bouncing ball has to come down and it's like oh you guys have a cigarette or oh whatever my oh, guys are back this family of bouncing ball family or whatever that they all live this weird life oh and my god you can, when they talk to each other do they that. have their own bouncing ball that like <laughs> yeah there's just yeah it's just, exactly just it's, it's like inception or something it just keeps going it went dark deeper you, and deeper you made me think of your, oh, he's got the cigarette he's like oh and then he rolls home and just kind of like backhands yeah, his ball in front of the around, children yeah. and gets his balls around uh -huh. yeah. but then you see him through the window he's like cuddling the wife later I'm sorry honey and she's like <laughs> Yeah, that's a beautiful yeah. tale. Of the, I like that. I like yeah, there's it. a lot. It sounds to be like done. Pixar could be interested with the right wife. You guys have the power to bring it back for a music video. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dirty oh Heads music video God. with Ooh, Bouncing Ball. There you ball. go. Ooh. Or Atreyu. Hey, yeah. either way. Man, could be a vibe. He found the you ball bounces off the end of the Dirty Heads video and lands the in the Atreyu video. Oh, oh, yeah. Where's this ball going to land next? All right, maybe Balls we across do, the universe. We got to get in the studio. We got to write this song together. Yeah. Collab track. Collab track. <laughs> Call it, what do we, I mean, Call it when the balls? What, when the director yells, cut. And it's just a fucking horrifying, sad tale. Behind the bounce. Oh, God, it's it. <laughs> poor little ball. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna roll downhill throughout the storm. Oh, yeah. All right, we dude. Can. Have we beat it up enough? Like the ball's got? wife. Okay, I keep bringing that back up. We, we did the sponsor uh, Scary Zone. Scary Study. We haven't had a Scary Zone in a while. So we, we haven't them. had guests in a minute. We haven't had guests, and no, I believe did, even actually. our last. Yeah, they actually. Yeah, never mind. Fucking talk about me. Yeah. So, <laughs> just not do you guys both, or do <laughs> yeah, one of you have yeah. a, uh, a time where a... maybe you think you saw a ghost or an alien or anything scary that may have happened? I had some weird stuff that happened. Uh, this is probably so. This happened at my condo I was living at at the time. Uh, it's probably like five years ago, something like that, right? So my grandmother had just passed away, like just a little bit before that, within like a few months. And uh, she bequeathed some of her stuff to me, so I have some of her belongings in my house. And I started, the first thing I noticed is that um, the way my place was laid out, like if you walked in the front door, there were stairs right in front of you, and to the left was like the living room area where I'd sit and like watch TV. Um, so I'd, one day, you know, at the first time I noticed, I was sitting on the couch watching TV, and out of the corner of my eye, it was like, almost I saw like this kind of like shadow like moving down the stairs. And of course, I kind of like look over, and it's, it's gone. I was like, what the hell is that? Like kind of a weird thing and uh you know like you know a week or two later i kind of noticed the same thing again i was like what the hell's going on so i brought it up to my girlfriend at the time that was living with me i was like hey like this is gonna sound kind of crazy but like one time i you know i I first noticed this i'm sitting on my couch and i saw this thing come down the stairs like have you seen it and like before i could even finish what i was saying she's like like a like a black like blur coming down the stairs right i'm like so you've seen this too she's like yeah i'm like oh my god what so what is this thing that was the first thing about it the other thing was um we have like a stainless steel, whatever, like fridge, you know, like the kind of metal front fridge. And um, they're not really, um, you know, they're not the easiest things to kind of smudge or make dirty or whatever. And I had been gone and I came back um, for the day or whatever. And my girlfriend had like cleaned the fridge just before. And I'm coming in there and I'm doing whatever, you know, around the house. And she comes to me and is like, yo, Dan, like, what the hell? Like, I just cleaned the fridge. Why are there like fingerprints on the fridge? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the fingerprints were like on the outside of the fridge in like a low, like right hand corner side, like somewhere you would never touch the fridge. Why would you grab there? There's no reason to grab there, you know? And you look and it's literally looking like a small hand about the size of my grandmother's. It kind of like dragged across it. And like, my grandmother was very OCD about cleaning stuff. I don't know if she just didn't like my girlfriend or there's some weird (laughs) stuff, but it was like, I tried to replicate. I even went up there and tried to drag my hand to see if like oils on your hand would come off on it or something. Nothing. I have no idea how this mark got there, how it was in the shape of this hand. The whole thing was like super strange that's a that's fucking creepy, creepy yeah. one i love that that's a perfect one yeah you're in the, you're still in this house no i just moved like about nine months ago out of it did you have to did you have to tell the people that moved in no i just let them freaking yeah, stuff exactly. <laughs> they bought their, it's already up for sale again though so maybe they uh, oh wow yeah, yeah. Damn. with less than a year that's so i don't know get out of here yeah, did you leave something of your grandma's like did you like 
put it in the basement or leave yeah, it in the just attic. Like they're gonna love hair. This. You know, yeah, lock her pubes or something like that. I was gonna save these for something else. Do it in the first place. What do you mean? You don't get pubes, Grandma? What are you talking about? Everyone knows there's nothing more haunted than Grandma. Will. She's gonna leave you a house like I just want her pubes. Wow. Just want the pubes, man. You know which ones. Haunted house out there. I leave to you sixty percent of my pubes. Where'd the rest go? I want sprinkled in the ocean. Yeah. Sprinkle my pubes off a boat. Oh, that's, good oh, that's beautiful. That's one. What you have anything, Mike? Anything scary? I, I mean, it's hard. To, I know it's hard. That's a good one. Um, I remember once in high school, I was oh, talking with my for? buddy. Okay. I had my phone. You know, like the old. This is like t- over twenty years ago. You know, we had the phones with the push buttons, oh, like yeah. the Nokia's, and we're talking about religion. And I have my phone on my lap, and then I hear it ringing. I figure we're, we're just you know talking religious stuff, and I look at my phone, and the number six 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 was dialed and called. <laughs> And I don't know how those numbers were pressed when it was like literally just sitting on my lap like that. Wow. I thought that was, I thought that was insane. Dude, that was that, that was the like, devil we, we like, saying yeah, like, we, hey. We were like, what the fuck? Like, you want to talk about religion? Yeah. Give me a call. That's a yeah. movie right there. Like, I like to think You look the, at your phone and it's, and it's calling yeah, 666, yeah, 666 and that means you're fucked. And it's all, hello? And you pick up and it goes, yeah, it is. Yes. <laughs> and then oh. you're dead in three years. Would you like to be as famous as Katy Perry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell, dude. Yeah, right on, that. dude. A scaries. I love the scaries. Scary zone zones one. are always my favorite. Oh, Duddy will put a nice bed of scary oh, yeah. music behind it to yeah. add some. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful thing. Well, let's <laughs> roll right into this next one because we did ask Dan earlier um, if he had any oh poop gosh. stories. And like most people who have great shit stories on this show, as soon as we ask them, they go, oh, I've got so many of them. How many do you want? And we're like, all right, he's going to be great. So um, we still got the Poopersville drop, right? Did we re-record that one or did we not? Or I'll should make, we just do it I'll right make, now? I'll make, no, I'll make a drop. You'll make a drop? Make all right, drop. drop the Poopersville drop. And then you want you ready to tell us some poop stories? You pooped your yeah. pants? Yeah, this is, this is quite a story. Um, so this is about 2003, somewhere around there. I think I was like 20 years old at the time, 2002, 2003. We're on tour with Lamb of God, this, you know, kind of brutal metal band, um, a band called Chimera and a band called 18 Visions, who's also from mm-hmm. Orange County. Yep. Um, so at the time, just before I even say the rest of the story, Lamb of God had this thing called the pink jacket offense. And if you did something on tour where you fucked something up, they would make you wear this like 1990, like neon pink ski jacket that you just look ridiculous <laughs> in that you'd have to wear it all day. So people knew you had fucked up and would that. ask you about it. And then at the end of the day, you had to sign this thing. So we're like, okay, you know, so we'll just leave that out there before I tell the rest of the story. So we're getting, we're just played a show um, and we're heading into Canada and we're in, in a van still at the time. We just started touring. We're still new to it. So we were in a van at the time. We're heading across into Canada. Um, I'm 20 years old. I'd never been into Canada before at this point. So, um, you know, everyone had been partying and they wanted me to drive, you know? So I'm like, all right. So first thing I do is I get across the border and I go to a Burger King and I eat a fucking whole bunch of food. Now, at this time, I'm young and dumb and just wild with my body as far as things I'm eating and drinking. Yeah. And I'd been partying the whole night before. My stomach was pretty fucked up. I just had a whole bunch of Burger King for breakfast, you know, and I was kind of like, ooh, like my stomach feels a little messed up. Kind of go to the bathroom a little bit, Burger King, get it out, 
head on our way. So I go to the bathroom, feel a little bit better, but my stomach still feels very like tight. You know, like I didn't get it all. Yeah. It's still just, I felt like this knot in my stomach, you know? So I'm like, whatever. So I get in the van, everybody gets in the van, they start going to bed. I just, I start driving. Now keep in mind at this time, we don't have GPS. This Mm -hmm. is in early 2000, we were using MapQuest. You print out the, print out the directions and shit, you know? So we had that. And as we're driving along, I see Chimera's bus. I'm like, oh cool. I'll just follow Chimera's bus. I don't even need these directions. So I'm following them for like you know, in 15 minutes and my stomach starts going, it starts making these weird noises. I'm like, oh boy, like, whew. I keep in mind at this time, I'd never shit my pants before. So in my life, other than maybe when I was like a child, so I'm like, I can hold it as long as I want. That's just yeah, how life works. Yeah. You, you gotta, you gotta go, you just hold it. So I'm holding it, you know, and like, you know, it's starting to get worse and worse. And like an hour goes by and I'm like, dude, like, what is going on? Hour and a half goes by. I'm like, when are we getting to this? Like how far into Canada do we need to go? I'm like dying right now, you know? So finally gets to this point where we're driving by this park and like I can see out of the corner of my eye there's a bathroom at this park and I'm like oh fuck and I miss the exit but my mind is already in like yo the bathroom's here mode I'm like oh no 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 yep. like, what am I gonna do so I get to the next ex- next exit well likely it wasn't too far get off as soon as I pull over in the parking lot it's the same parking lot for the bathroom that's down the exit back that's the closest one Ooh. I can't hold at this point so I open the door and I jump out of the van and I stand there and just start fucking unloading mud <laughs> oh, just pure mud into my pants I got, control like my butthole lost control like i couldn't I, it was like flexing a muscle and then you just couldn't hold on any longer my yep. body just gave up. let gave up i'd flexed the muscle for too long oh. it, i'm just unloading uncontrollably like there was it wasn't like 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 some got out and then i, I hit pause the pause button had been broken the pause, i was like pause button like alert you know jack yeah. couldn't yeah. stop it like throw away everything you're wearing everything i just filling up my not just filling up my shoes my pants are filling up like, <laughs> I'm a short guy, and I like I don't have very long legs, so I don't have much room in oh. my pants. So everybody starts waking up because they're like, you know, when you stop driving, you know, everyone's waking up. and They're like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, petrified, looking like the deer in the headlights, hanging onto the side of the van, like looking at them. And they're like, "What's going on, dude?" And I'm like, "I'm shitting my pants. Like I can't stop." And they're like, "What?" Stop. You know. So everybody starts laughing at me. And I'm like, "Don't stop laughing at me. Help me." You know. So like, I start. I have to go to. I have to clean myself up. I don't. I don't know what to do. It's so yeah. bad. Like I don't know what to do. With so I start waddling back towards this bathroom, which is probably like a quarter mile away. I'm like waddling. Oh, I, there's so much poop. Just like, leaving I just, muddy footprints? Every, just so disgusting. I had about halfway there. I turn around. I'm like, can somebody bring me some pants? And they're like, ah! And just keep laughing at me. <laughs> Dying. Uh, don't worry, it gets way worse. So oh, I, I, yeah, this, this is just getting. So then I go into the bathroom, right? It's a public like park bathroom, which you know is already disgusting. Gross. So I go into the oh, in, in the, the stall. Thin toilet paper. That oh, oh, I, I wish they had thin toilet paper. Oh, I opened no. it up. There was no toilet oh, paper. No <laughs> so I'm like, oh my god, no, sorry, there was toilet paper. There was no paper towels. There's no paper towels, right? So I go in there. I'm like, oh, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? So I go in the stall. I close the door. I just keep going. Like I pull my pants down. I'm unloading. Like I'm like, I don't know how this much feces fits in my body. <laughs> it's complete mud. There's no solidity to any of it. Um, I look down at my pants. They're just filled. It's like coming out everywhere. Like I don't, I don't know how to clean myself up. So I. I have to what I have to do is I have to strip down butt naked I'm taking toilet paper flushing the toilet so I have fresh water quote unquote oh, dipping no. the toilet paper in no. the fresh water and wiping myself down with it to get nice and clean oh, one of my guys nice and clean. one of my guys brings me a trash bag luckily we had trash bags I, I finally get myself cleaned up they're like choking on the smell when they come in of me like trying to clean myself up <laughs> me being just the cheap ass I was at the time I kept all of my clothes no. <laughs> yeah, dude. I kept them all put them in I'm like oh, that's my favorite pair of pants so I put yeah. them back in this trash bag and I saved them in the back of our van no. <laughs> Don't worry, it gets worse. <laughs> so we drive to the venue. I'm just, I'm, I, I, we're on our way there. I'm like, guys, do not tell 
anybody about this. Like, I am oh, yeah, right. so humiliated. Like, this is, like, one of the most mortifying experiences in my life. I'm so humiliated. So, humiliated. so we get there. As soon as we get to the venue, I get out, I take my stuff, and I, like, run to a laundromat, and I'm trying to, like, wash it. And it was, like, the washing process was disgusting. Like, I'd get through the oh, washing oh. process. It almost be, almost be done. I'd open it up, and there's just, like, corn floating around. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my God. Oh. I'm going to need to wash this a couple times. Muddy water. It was so gross. Oh, so, like, no. 20-year-old yeah, me was so disgusting. <laughs> so I, I come back to the venue, and I'm trying to, like, sneak back in. And I come oh. in, and, like, the Lamb of God guys immediately toss me the pink jacket. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what? Like, what? Like, and they're like, what the fuck you shit your pants blah 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 I'm like so mad like dude like looking at my band like why did you tell them you're not supposed to tell anybody like oh this is so embarrassing they're all making fun of me and stuff and they're a lot older than us I was so humiliated and I'm like man this is so embarrassing so I'm wearing the I wore the jacket around for like an hour and I was just like fuck this I took this off I threw it down I'm not wearing this stupid jacket around (laughs) screw you guys you're supposed to wear this if you like messed up the tour I didn't mess up anything but my pants and my clothes and my day like this is not like leave me alone don't worry it gets worse so, yeah, it gets worse so after this is all said and done right we get through this day or two and we head back into the united states and we're playing a thing called the new england metal and hardcore festival which was like in, in new england new england so we're here at this festival and it's being um aired on mtv2 which was like a big deal at the time they're playing live bands and stuff and music videos and stuff were still a thing so Rob Zombie was there at this event interviewing bands live on MTV2 and decides to do an interview with 18 Visions, who was on our tour. And he's like, hey, 18 Visions, you know, I got a question for you. I know you're on tour with Lamb of God right now. Did anybody have a pink jacket offense? Oh, yeah, oh. they did. One of the guys in Atreyu you shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is so ridiculous. Like, why is this happening to me? And, and like, got your MTV shirt on. I got my MTV shirt on. Didn't you? There you go. Don't worry. We'll, we won't tell anyone else. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. That, I, dude, our drummer's dad called and was like, please tell me it's not you. And he's like, no, it was Dan. And I'm like, come on. Like, guys, <laughs> just pump the brakes on this story. Like, leave me alone. Oh, oh that's yeah. awesome. And now here you are. So you've come full circle. Full you've circle. shed all the stress. You've shared it on our show too. Yeah, you're okay you know, with it now. Yeah, I've had to I've had to make peace with it, you know. Dude, so. you're you know what? It's a good thing you did it cuz yeah. it's a fucking awesome story. Oh. I loved it. Everyone's got to everyone's told their friends the story too. <laughs> yeah. So it's out there. You're a oh, fucking legend good. for shitting yourself. It's a oh. great thing. Oh. Yeah. Something. I like that. <laughs> Made oh me nervous God, at dude. certain points. Oh, yeah. Maybe it gave me stress. I know. I'm like, because it's so, it's such a horrifying tale. And then you're, don't worry, it gets worse. I'm like, yeah. where does it oh, go no. from here? <laughs> oh, yeah. What about you, Mike? No. No. Yeah. I, I've never shit my pants. <laughs> you're you're like Duddy. Yeah. Yeah. We're the unicorns. I've yeah. shit on my belt line, so I almost saved the day. Yeah. Like close, Superman. Yeah. Oh, pulled man. him halfway down. <laughs> so fuck, dude! Dare we even go into a band? I mean, how do you top that? Oh, I've got some. I got some fucking. Do you want to tell camp? a good story? Yeah, we I got, got a some band stories. camp episode. Before, before we get we... into this, I just oh, want to yeah. ask him one question that somebody oh, wrote in for me, That's and right. I just have to know if you even understand this. And if the car so, one? yeah, I want to know why. Uh, we, yeah, Joe Johnson. Asked a for Joe you. Johnson wants to know. If you regret selling your blue Chevy S10. Okay. (laughs) Okay, there is something here. I was like, what does this mean? Okay, so I had Joe Johnson. He we know him as Top Shelf Joe. Okay. Um, Top Shelf Joe. He that's his Instagram handle. 
Um, he's probably the biggest Atreyu fan there is. Okay, he perfect. owns more Atreyu merchandise than anybody in our band. Uh, I mean, like, an amazing collection. Even to the extent where he owns my old truck. I sold it to him. Oh, that is oh, amazing. And I had, okay. I had this truck that was, like, the most ridiculous on the cover of a magazine. 1999 extended cab, lowered on airbags, S10, flames on it. The interior oh, flames. Wow. Like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> like, it was unnecessarily ridiculous. It was for, like on that, you know, Pit My Ride show or something. It, it straight up. One of the guys from Pit My Ride did, uh, did the lowering job on my truck. There you go. <laughs> it was, that's where I was at in my life. <laughs> uh, but it was one of those things I've just like, it was just a money pit and I just yeah. kind of grew out of it. It was just, I started touring. It was just sitting in storage, collecting dust. So I'm like, I just needed to sell it. I'm like, I get, get it written. It's like, who would want to, nobody wants, there's not a market really for that unless you live in like <laughs> yeah. the Midwest Guy somewhere. Guy Fieri and wants to try. Top Shelf Joe lives out there and is kind of into that kind of stuff. And, you know, was, you know, as being a fan, it was like the perfect combination. He's like, dude, I'll buy that truck. I'm like, dude, I'll sell it to you. So uh, thank you again, Joe. That's Much awesome. appreciated. Dude, well, yeah. great question. I'm glad yeah. that you asked that then, Do you Daddy? regret it though? Yeah. No, oh, yeah. I, I don't actually. I mean, I'm stoked because like somebody yeah. that actually appreciates it has it in their possession totally. and yep. is like babying it, taking care of it, yeah. putting even more money into it to like make it even cooler than it was. So it's like, that, uh, there's that, uh, that's the perfect scenario that's perfect. for yeah. me. You know? That's like, all you can want. Somebody you know could what, just man? junked it or something, you know? So When I was in high school, like one of my <clears throat> best friends in high school, remember Nick German? Yep. I remember he, he got he got his car. He was one of the first one of our, our friends to like get his car, like get his own car. And it was a full lowered ass blue and i think it was an s10 okay it didn't have the flames but it did have like the purpley glowing lights okay. underneath and like the just completely blacked out windows oh and yeah it, it was i think it was probably very similar to yours minus the flames you know yeah. and like at the time coolest shit ever dude coolest was- shit ever when he rolled up he's like look at the ride i got i was like yes Fuck yeah, I get to sit shotgun in that motherfucker. Yeah. You know, you're a freshman. You're oh, like, this yeah. is the coolest, coolest thing ever. Thing. Yeah. So, yeah, all good. It's fun, man. Uh, good, I'm glad I asked you that question. I told Duddy too. I'm all, that's got to be a huge Atreyu fan. That's somebody yeah. that knows some inside shit about what cars people are... And it was. It was the biggest, potentially. Yeah. And he owns that <laughs> car. I love that. So, um, Sorry. I'm literally answering her text message right now. What a jackass. Very professional of you, Daddy. Um, um, so dude, we're, ra- we're, we're winding it down. I wanna, I, he said he's got a great yeah, fan camp story. Yeah, this has been a perfect, so great wanna, episode, and got, you have a gnarly I'll, story to I'll go I'll give you out? two options to pick from, because I, I have two pretty gnarly stories, okay. and they both take a second to tell. Oh, okay. One is, do you want a story about when I got in a physical altercation with Aaron Barrett, the singer of Real Big Fish? Oh, that, shit. Which is a weird thing. Okay. Or do you want to hear why I got held up at gunpoint at my condo? Ooh. I want to Fuck. hear fucking. Bone. I know. I don't want to have to choose. I mean, I can tell you both if you, if you got time. You we got hear fucking both. time. Yeah. Go. I'll tell you both. They're both pretty gnarly. Let's hear it. Well, the, I guess the. I mean, I. I think I'm more interested in the Aaron Barrett one just because it's it's too. You know, it's another band that we know. Yeah. But the armed gunpoint thing sounds so fucking intense. Let's yeah. hear Aaron Barrett first, okay. and then we'll we'll end it with a near near death experience. Okay. Okay. So let me line up the characters in this story so it all makes sense. And how were you guys? Two wildly different bands. It's, I'll explain. The whole thing is super strange. So it's myself, uh, this buddy of ours, Scott, that toured with us, um, our tour manager, Joe, and these two girls, Cassie and Molly. Um, Molly and Cassie were friends of ours. Molly in particular was, at the time, going through a divorce with Aaron Barrett. Okay. Okay. The singer of Real Big Fish. Singer of Real Big Fish. So... Prior to the story, we're going to go back a few months. We're on a couple-day festival thing we're doing out in Florida, and we were doing a signing at the time. And during the signing, it was backstage. Also on the festival was Real Big Fish. So Aaron Barrett 
um, during this period of time, you know, going through his divorce, whatever, he was with some other girl at this festival. Him and this girl got stopped while we were doing our signing. They had to wait until we were done because of the situation, and then people were allowed to continue going. While this was happening, my buddy Scott, for whatever reason, because we know Molly and we know her friend Cassie and stuff, we saw him with this other girl. We're like, oh, we took a picture. Just thought it was funny. Whatever, you know. Fast forward several months later, we're in Orange County and we're doing this. Um, uh, this show that's a benefit to raise money for those huge fires that went around about in 2009. Yeah. It was, there was fires that burned on like seven cities or whatever. It was this whole thing. So we got all these band members together to like collaborate and put all these kind of like super groups together and raise money to donate to people that got damaged awesome. from the fires, right? So in doing this, um, the show comes to an end. It's like two in the morning. Cassie's there, Molly's there, Joe's there, and myself and Scott are all there. All these people are there. So towards the end of the night, uh, we're kind of getting ready to leave. And for whatever reason, Joe goes up to Molly and is like, hey, Molly. Or he goes up, sorry. Yeah, goes up to Cassie and is like, hey, Cassie, did you ever see that photo of Aaron and that girl? I don't know why he even brought this up, you know? And she's like, what are you talking about? What photo? You know? And and she's like, oh, Scott never showed you? And she's like, no. She's like, what photo? So apparently... There's one girl that, out of, even though they're going through a divorce, there's one girl that he was not allowed to hang out with or something. At least this is my side of the story. I don't know. He's not allowed to hang out with one girl. Anybody else is fine, but one girl he has to stay away from. She's so, all, not that bitch. Yeah, so <laughs> Anyone he, but her. Right? So, so Cassie basically freaks out, goes to Scott. It's like, Scott, you need to show me this photo right now. And he's like, what are you talking about? Joe said there's a photo, a blah, 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 blah. I want to see this photo. And she's like, he's like, oh, oh, yeah, that. And like, shows it to her. And she's like, oh, my God, it's that bitch. It's you know? Bitch. So oh, she goes and boy. she tells Molly. And Molly, like, kind of, whatever. We don't know what happened, but Molly calls Aaron. Has a little tiff on the phone. We don't know, whatever. So, after that, we're like, let's go out tonight. And let's fucking have a good time. Bars are closed. They're like, how about we just go back to our place? Molly's like, come back to my place. I need to stop by and talk to Aaron real quick. uh, And we can grab a drink at my spot. Like, all right. So, myself, Molly, Cassie, and Scott all head back to his house, right? And he lives in this townhouse in Huntington Beach. Uh, So, this is all local. Um, So, we go get ready to go in the house and Scott takes off. He's like, dude, this kind of make, this kind of feels weird to me. I'm just going to leave. He had some girls he was talking to or something. And you know, Aaron's there, right? In one way or another, right? Well, I didn't didn't know yet. I didn't know yet. Okay. So Scott takes off and we're like in this cul-de-sac kind of tight, weird area, um, kind of off Adams and, um, Brookhurst. It's kind okay. of downtown right there. There's okay. a Ralph's there or whatever. Yeah. Yep. We're behind the Ralph's and those, those townhouses okay. is where this all went down. Um, so I go in the house, Scott takes off. It's just me and the two girls and Molly goes upstairs. I make myself a drink and I'm standing there. And like, even before we went in, like they kind of let us know, like, just to let you know, like Aaron's here and he's not in the best mood. And I'm like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't know this guy or anything like yeah, that. You had I'm nothing just, to really do with it. I don't care. Like I'm just coming to grab a drink. I don't know. They can yeah. deal with their own shit, you know? So we're in this place. It's two stories, right? So I walk in. I'm in the kitchen. You come through the back. We're in the kitchen. Myself, Cassie, are in there. We're making a drink. I got this big, tall glass in my hand filled with a cocktail. And um, Molly's upstairs doing whatever. And all of a sudden, we kind of hear like a little bit kind of like banging around. We're like, what the fuck is that? All of a sudden, Molly comes running down, screaming, like, oh, my God. I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, he's fucking crazy, blah, 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 or some, saying some crazy shit. I'm like, what the hell? Aaron comes running down, and he's got a fucking piece of wood in his hand, like, like a two-by-four with like a nail sticking out of it. Oh, and I'm shit. like, what the hell? And I'm a little bit Who intoxicated. So that? everything like is like shit? medieval shit. So like, he like ripped it off. It was like um, like the binding on his like, house, like at like the, the bottom of your the um, baseboard? The molding or whatever, yeah. like the baseboard. He like ripped it off or something. So they're still living together. Even though they're going through a divorce, they're sleeping in separate rooms. Again, this is just as far as my side of the story, what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. He comes running down the stairs, and he's like, he goes, get the fuck out. And he just clears his fucking mantle above his fireplace, just takes a big old swing, just starts destroying everything. Oh, no. Like, I'm like, I'm like, 
I'm so like blown away that what's going on. Yeah, I'm just like standing there like holy shit, this guy's losing his fucking mind right now. Like what is going on? Then he so Cassie fucking runs out the back. Molly runs out the front. He turns to me and he goes, "Get the fuck out!" And he takes this big old baseball swing and hits the glass in my hand, and it just explodes right. So the glass explodes, and I'm like, "Whoa, dude! Like what are you doing?" And he comes up to me and he grabs me by the shirt and he starts pushing me out into his backyard. And I'm like, "Dude, like I'm so like what is going on right now?" sinking in like now it's whoa in. this is for real so at the time a time i took jujitsu and i was like pretty fucking savvy with it so i'm like i could feel the way this guy's grip was and stuff the way he was pushing me and how his momentum was sending it my way i'm like i'm gonna fucking take this dude down yeah. choke this motherfucker out right now you know so i start wrapping him up and as i'm wrapping him up and i look down at my hand i realize my hand is bleeding everywhere and i'm a guitar player and i got a show oh, in a week and i'm like yeah. i don't understand why i'm gushing blood everywhere so i'm like oh fuck so i push him off of me and i run out the back of his house out of this like yard into this like kind of street where you can park and stuff slash more townhouses and i run out about 10 feet and i stop and i'm trying to like figure out what's going on with my hand because there's just blood everywhere and i'm like what the fuck why am i bleeding like i'm, I'm just cut like all over the place yeah. from that glass you know and i've been drinking so my blood's thinned out so all of a sudden he comes running back out of the house now now he's got a bat he like switched to a more efficient <laughs> weapon <laughs> so i'm like oh my god so this i take out a video Game dude. <laughs> dude, it was like Grand Theft yeah, Auto. Yeah, yeah, he just switched the bat. You know? He came out with a spiked baseball bat. What the fuck? So now I, I take off running. This, this dude's chasing me down the street, and I'm just fucking running like hell. And as I get around the corner, he's Scott, a big boy. He's, I think, right? He's a isn't he a like, tall kind he's of a dude? Decent sized guy. Decent sized yeah. guy. Okay. So he comes running. He comes running around. The, he's chasing me around the corner. I'm running like a fucking bat out of hell. And as I'm coming around, I see my buddy Scott is still out there, and he's on his phone texting, doing whatever. And I'm like, yeah. Scott, Scott, he's a fucking maniac. He just attacked. Me, you gotta fucking go run, run, run. And I just zip by him and he just kind of looks up like, What the hell? Because like, he has no idea what's going on. Yeah. And then he looks over and he just sees Aaron Barrett running at him, just like fucking full maniac mode with oh a bat in his God. hand. He's just like, what the fuck? So I take off running. Molly comes running around the side. And I see Molly. I'm like, Molly, what? How do we get out of here? She's like, I don't know. She's crying. I'm like, what the mayhem. fuck? So her and I run. Keep in mind, this is like three in the morning. Yeah. So we're running down the street. Her and I run to this house. And we're banging on these people's doors, like, help, help, help. Like, we don't <laughs> know. If strangers. I do. I don't know if this guy's got a gun. Yeah. I don't know yeah. What's going on? This guy's lost. He's obviously his mind. in freakout mode. Full freakout mode. He's seeing around. He's going nuts. Oh so Scott. God, so we disappear. And as we're banging on this, I ditch Scott. I mean, I just ran past him. And Molly and I are fucking trying to hide wherever. We're on this front porch, banging on this random person's door hiding on a cul-de-sac like we were like we're cornered so as we're waiting for a little bit all of a sudden like we don't hear anything after about like a minute and a half we're like what happens we stick our heads out and it's like they're gone like both scott and aaron are gone and we're like what the fuck so we come running around the corner and uh, trying to get out there and as we're running we can hear sirens now so somebody called the police so as we come running around the corner cops come fucking burning out and as they're burning out scott comes running around the corner and scott has a bat in his hand (laughs) and we don't see aaron anywhere and we're like what the fuck now keep in mind a little side piece of this story when scott was there earlier scott left his id at the bar or sorry not scott uh, our one of our other buddies left his id at the bar so scott got his id because our buddy was like hey can you grab my id like i forgot it so scott has somebody else's id on him has a beard looks kind of like a bum has a bat had, has a bat has three thousand dollars in cash on him because it was from the donation that we took the cash from the event all legit reasons all legit reasons he was like being a good dude he was like the savior that, in just some looks way like a complete drug dealer <laughs> scene right nuts here. right so as he comes around the corner the cops you know see him they're like get down on the fucking ground and he's like no 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 like i just stopped the bubble they're like get down and he's like what and they like throw him on the ground and they're like a cuffing Scott and we're like no no not him wrong he's guy. like wrong guy you know so I'm bleeding everywhere they call a freaking ambulance an ambulance I have to take the ambulance to the freaking thing Mike I got 
all these cuts in my hands. My can't, my hands were all split open uh, from all the glass in my hands and shit. I needed, had to get stitches. You know, like I'm like, dude, I got a show in a week. Like I can't fucking have stitches. So come to find out, what happened was. When this dude came running around the corner, Scott, my buddy Scott, was a varsity wrestler. Okay. All right, this dude will, will kick your ass. Yeah, he's a little guy like me, a little bit taller, but stocky. he's like stocky, like wrestler. So this dude comes running at him, and Scott's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, don't you know, attack me!" And this one, I'm like hiding out, trying to get away. So Aaron comes in full swing, takes a swing at Scott with the bat, and hits Scott in the side. And Scott's like, "Whoa, dude! Like, you need to chill out." So he comes in, he takes another swing, hits Scott again. And Scott's like, "Dude, if you fucking hit me again, like, I'm gonna fuck you up." So Aaron comes in, hits him in the side again. This time, Scott catches the bat and grabs him and shoots him for a double leg and takes him to the ground and gets on top of him and just starts fucking hitting him and hitting him, kneeing him with his uh, knee as much as he can. He's like, dude, let go, let go. And he finally gets the bat away from him. And he stands up. He's like, dude, chill out. And the dude comes at him again. So now fucking Scott's whacking him with the bat. Like, dude, get the oh, fuck away geez. from me. So finally the dude like snaps out of it once he's kind of like getting beat up. He realizes, like, oh, my God. What am I he, doing? He starts, like, crying, essentially, <laughs> and runs away and jumps over the wall and hides behind a dumpster where that Ralph's was. So finally, the, co the cops, dude, the cops finally, you know, once they got there, I whatever. this is just the singer of Real Big Fish. It's I insane, know. dude. It's so wild. <laughs> I think he's going to come beat your ass. So, yeah, oh, story, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guess so he, they're not coming on the show. Yeah. yeah. They're going to start knocking yeah, on the so door. They, right? uh, I hope so. I want to hear the other angle of this whole story. Dude, so, so you know, end of story. Um he basically they the cops find him and they're like hey scott you know we need you to identify this like you be sure this is the guy he's like yeah it's the singer of real big fish there he is exactly that's who him. he is checker, you know? he's got checkered that's the pants. guy that's him. yeah <laughs> it's fedora yeah. on the grass wow. over there and that's crazy because like <laughs> i mean their music is, isn't it very positive positive like, you know you would never you think, and everybody that I know I mean, knows it. him I says like he's the greatest song. guy. Yeah. You know, like I, don't, as far as I know, he's probably a very lovely guy. Him Moment and I just had a passion. Bad night. Had a bad night. You know, I happen to be in the middle of it for some reason. Just got wow. full attacked. Wow. You know. Yeah, wow. Basketball yeah, soundtrack. Still have track. I still You're have right scar there. scars on my hand from it, and I still have like little dots and shit from my from the whole thing. I had this this um, brace on my finger, so I was walking around like just pointing at people all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Luckily, it got better. I was able to play the show a week nice. later, dude. I, I love that. What happened it. to your hand? Uh, singer, real big fish, fucking attacked me, me dude. Yeah. <laughs> what? Who? Yeah. Oh fuck I think yeah! Well, jeez. And then, all right. And final then you story. were held up at gunpoint. So end story. Okay, this ends. This happened in the same year. This both happened in 2009. Did you good year. press charges on him, by the way, or anything? I happened? tried. Honestly, I tried to serve him. Like, it, like, it took me over two years, and I just eventually gave up because he's like just dodging me, you know. Wow. You know, so I was like, whatever. Like, I'm over. I don't even fucking care at this point, you know. Yeah. Like, now whatever. it's just a great story. It's for just a great story. I got a great show. story out of it. My hand, nothing tendons got fucked up or nothing. You know, I was like, whatever. I hope that he hits us up for his side. <laughs> I was in my house minding my own business. I was jumped by. Have you heard of a Treyu? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A Treyu? Yes. Well, you know the guitar, guitar player Dan, right? He's crazy. One of us came in with a bow and man. arrow. Yeah. 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 He came in with a hatchet. Yeah. <laughs> a chainsaw. <laughs> Both hands. Oh, my yeah. God. He's like, one of them was a wrestler. I took him down immediately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay, so 2009, I'm living in my condo at the time. You know what's weird is like, weird, like as far as like aliens, weird conspiracies, weird, the way this everything about this lined up was too perfect. It was just too 
weird. Like, for instance, at the time I had a chihuahua that was living with me, but that night he wasn't staying at my house. He was staying at my mom's. Okay. I had a chihuahua that was living with me at the time. (laughs) Paid rent. Yeah. Paid (laughs) rent. (laughs) He's, well, because like I had this chihuahua. I had him for almost 18 years and like half of his life. A little buddy. A little buddy. His name was Ralphie. Ralphie lived with me for half my life and I started touring a lot. So I kept giving him my mom more and more. Actually, my mom just kind of adopted him. At this particular time, he was still kind of living with me most of the time, but I had him over at my mom's. He was basically like an alarm. If somebody walked up to my door, he'd start barking and going nuts. This one night, he just wasn't there randomly. Um, On top of that, we had a couple people over. My brother did at least. He had um, our singer Alex's um, brother, who was a at the time like a purple belt in jujitsu. We had this other buddy of ours who was a police officer in training, Uh, and my brother. The three of them were hanging out on the couch, drinking beers, whatever. They had a sliding glass door open to my front porch, uh, which which we never have open. We don't usually have people over or have that front door open. It was just like weird coincidence. Just a random night. All these dogs not there, sliding glass doors open, all these things. Um, So. I was in the studio at the time in Woodland Hills, and I'd just gotten back at like 10 o'clock at night, and they're hanging out there, and I was going to barbecue. So I'd stop by the Ralph's by my house. I got some food. I'd get out of my car. I'd have my guitar in one hand, my food in the other hand. I'd go in through my front door, which is right next to the sliding glass door. i come in. i see all these guys are hanging out. i walk in. i put my guitar down, and i go behind my bar slash kitchen area, which looks out over my living room into the front door and sliding glass door patio area. I'm there for maybe two minutes i'm just getting my meat out whatever so i can fucking barbecue Start queuing. so as i'm doing this all of a sudden the blinds kind of start kind of rustling around and i look up and this guy comes in and he's got a bandana around his face wow. and i kind of stop and i'm looking at this kind of thing and i'm like that's weird and i kind of look over my brother and all his friends i'm like like, like do you guys know who this guy is and another guy pushes in behind him and this guy same mask over his face has a gun now and he just points a gun out and starts pointing it at us and we're like huh is this real like what the fuck is this you know So all of a sudden, they're like, all right, everybody get on the fucking ground right now. Get on the ground right now. And we're like, what? I just stand there. And they all get up and start getting on the ground because they're like, uh, what? what? Like, what is this? You know? So they start getting on the ground. They're like, all right, where the fuck is it? Like, where the fuck is it? Where's the sash? Where's the safe at? We're like, the safe? I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, I don't have a safe. Like, I don't even have anywhere to put a safe. I live in a two-bedroom condo. I'm like, the fuck is this guy talking about? So one guy comes over to me that has the gun. He grabs my arm and he pulls me over and he pulls me down on the ground. I'm like, fuck, like, what the fuck is going on right now? So one guy is like looking around trying to find the safe and asking us where the stash, where's the coke, you know, where's the drugs? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't have any coke here. Yeah. I had a bong sitting out, you know, but yeah. like I didn't have any like, fucking... Like, take a toke if you want. Yeah, yeah dude, you're I was like, I don't have any drugs here. There's no safe here. Like, does this yeah. guy think I'm a drug dealer? Like, I had like a really nice place and I'm there during weird hours, you know, I'm being a yeah. musician. Maybe they thought something weird. Yeah. And um, so these guys, they basically, they start taking our phones, start breaking our phones. Oh, shit. They start taking our cables out of the wall from like our phone, our, our phone cables and they start tying us up. Took my belt off, tied me up with my belt. So we're all laying on the ground, getting, the getting tied up. They're just the whole time, one guy's going around the house with a gun trying to find shit. The other guy's just breaking our phones. Like they had this whole plan. I'm like, of course, like I said, my dog's not there randomly. Like all this stuff is just going down. No yeah. problem. Like what the hell? Like. So they eventually are going through our house and they're kind of asking me all these questions like, you know, where's the safe at, man? I'm like, in the bank, man. Like, I don't have, I'm not a drug dealer. I think you guys have the wrong place. Like, this, this yeah. is, I don't have any of these things you're looking for. They're like, you guys need to be paying your taxes, man. You need to be paying your taxes. And what I've ever heard, if you get tied up and people start saying this shit and they have a gun, you usually get killed. Yeah. You know? So we're like, dude, is this how I'm going to fucking die? This is, like, yeah. I didn't even, like, what did Holy I do to yeah. deserve yeah. this? You know? Like, I didn't, I'm not a drug dealer, you know? So eventually the guy upstairs is like, dude, I think we have the wrong place, man. I think we have the wrong place. And after a bit of this, and they fucking took all our shit, they took our wallets, we're like, we know where you fucking live, blah, blah, blah. They were like, all right, we're out of here. If you guys fucking move, like, we're fucking, you're done, you know? So we're like, okay. So they, 
and they leave and then like two seconds later they open the door to make sure like we haven't gotten up and they close the door and then they like take off now we have no way of calling anyone my phones have been unplugged my phone's been smashed we don't want to do we can't call the police or anything like yeah. that so we just get up we get all this shit and we jump in a fucking car and we drive to homeboy's house who's, who's going to be a police officer um, we were like, dude, he's got guns there. He's got whatever. Like, we don't know what to do. We're terrified. Yeah. Call the police. Like, 25 cop cars show up at my house. We come back. They're kind of like, whoa, like, who are you guys? What are you doing? We're like, no, like, we're, you know, this is my place. They're like, why did you leave? Or I'm like, we're fucking terrified. Like, yeah. I just got held up at gunpoint by some guys that thought I was a fucking, up. yeah, I got tied up in my own place, <laughs> you know? Like, what the hell? Just wrong fucking wrong house. Thing. Nothing, nothing after that. Never heard from these guys again. No, didn't know who they were, where they came from, if they were, like, watching me. Like, no clue what was going on. Oh, the strangest, creepiest so thing. So random. So random. Some guys were, like, scouting my house, knew at the perfect time when to come in and fucking, like, raid my place when my dog wasn't there. I'd be like, I gotta what? move tomorrow. Yeah, Done. dude. I couldn't stay there for about a good week. I just slept at friends' houses. I was so scared. Like, yep. yeah. So terrifying. Like, when, you're, when your privacy, like, when your security is, like, broken like that, you're like, my safe place is not safe anymore. Like, where do you go that's safe? Yeah. If you're not safe in your house with just a bunch of your buddies. Yeah. yeah seriously. You know? <laughs> Who are like, because at the same time, what is that guy? If that gun wasn't real, we could have fucked those dudes up. Yeah. There was two of them, four of us. I was very well trained in jujitsu. Uh, uh, another dude trained in jujitsu. My brother also trained in jujitsu. A guy who was a police officer in training. Like, if we would have been like, oh, that yeah. gun's not real, we would have fucked those guys. We could have choked those dudes out, had them fucking tied up ourselves seconds. seconds yeah no problem but like at the same time like i'm not gonna take that i'm not risk. gonna take the risk i don't know if the guy other guy because the guy that had the gun was upstairs we could have jumped the guy who didn't have the gun and been like we got your fucking guy down here like you better you better fucking drop your gun or we're just gonna fucking take him out right now or whatever yeah. crazy mafia shit yeah. we would have ended up in but yeah. it's a lot easier to say that stuff in the moment oh you know? yeah or afterwards i should say then, like well you're thinking too these guys are crazy enough to just walk into someone's house with four grown dudes in there and yeah. just yeah so they're they're obviously nuts this is something that they do yeah. not gonna fuck with this no. Nah. Wow, dude, that's yeah. a wow. scary zone story almost. You might have to throw the music under that yeah. one. Wow. I, I will, like, I will. I'll make that a freaking mashup yeah, of Bandcamp Scary Zone. I'll mash it up. Dude, what an episode. That was great. That was super fun. Yeah. Thank so hell yeah, in. thank you guys yeah. so much for coming and hanging out with us. Um, I don't know. Let's plug everything on the way out. I guess first of all, like Atreyu, what's obviously people know yeah, Atreyu. You, can go, you guys have Atreyu, been around forever. Atreyu Fischl is kind of our thing for anything. If you, go, if you want our, if you go to atreyufischl.com, yeah, that's our website. If you go to Atreyu Official, that's our Instagram tag or whatever handle. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Twitters, any of those things. Yep. Atreyu Official is usually the safe way to find anything Atreyu related. Right on. And you guys got a new album dropping new soon. New album. So. Who knows when? Yeah. yeah. Probably later this year, next year. I don't even know. Yeah. Well, like, you know, who knows? Who knows? But new music in the works. Um, I got you know rock world merchandise. Uh -huh. If you need merchandising needs, that's what we do. You Any know bands or yeah, yeah, screen printing and you know bands or whatever. Yeah, fulfillment, rock world fulfillment. We got plugins, <laughs> of course, with Mike and myself. Where if you want the coolest key hanger, uh, hanger in the world, or as we like to say, if you want to hang your keys like a rock star, mm -hmm. um, yeah, you go to either thejackrack.com or plugins with a z keychains.com and uh, treat yourself. Heck yeah, yeah. dude, yeah. Duddy. On the way out, what do you got? Uh, thank you guys again for coming by, listening, and always uh, you can go to cutlessbrand.com, put in code DuddyB, you're going to get 20% off your order. And I believe that is every order, not just your first. Um, so, uh, yeah, other than that, raffling off that guitar on our Patreon page. Uh, 
on the 4th of July. So if you want a chance to win that awesome guitar, go sign up for our Patreon page. And that's patreon.com forward slash feeling good with Duddy. Um, also, you get an extra bonus episode of this show every week. We release one on Monday on our Patreon page and uh, all sorts of other fun stuff. And um, yeah, actually, right now, I wanted to mention about Cutlass. I forgot to mention we have some um, really cool uh, masks over there right now, too. And they are selling quick. So if you want one of these awesome Cutlass masks, yeah, zoom so in Mike, on Mike's holding it up right now. I'll give you a little zoom. You can grab one of those. And then, uh, yeah, other than that, thanks for stopping in, dudes. Yeah, thanks uh, for having us. Yeah, man. Hope y'all have a good day. Peace. Yeah.